Welcome to Ginger and the Beef, the podcast where Isaac takes a week off and everything gets fucked up. I'm Daryl, also known as The Beef, joined by my best old buddy with that big um, heart, uh, Isaac. What's up? <laughs> uh, hey, how are you? I am doing, I'm honestly doing way better now that we're like talking on here yeah. than I was two hours ago. So Yeah. You said it was a yeah. laundry, it was a laundry day? Well, no, I, I just, when I was done, I didn't finish work until like quarter after six. I was sending out emails and I started at seven this morning. So I worked a day like you guys and you guys are like, yo, we work 12 hours all the time. I'm like, you know, I'm not you. I don't work that much. Well, um, and we, you know, we, yes, I, I work 12 hour shifts, but I, uh, I don't work five days a week. So that's a, that's a good point. That's at least not all point. the time. Sometimes it's just, it was just busy. I told, I promised a guy I'd have a proposal in his e- is his inbox by the end of the day, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm not done." Like a marriage proposal? But, no, no, a uh, a you're engaged. Proposal. No, no, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Lady, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Captain Fall Apart. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. And he's back, Taylor, buddy. You, I'm gonna you were stop just, doing that noise. You were sitting in the back. Did you hear I? There was an episode that you weren't around that I got Marshall to do that sound and it kind yes, of yeah, boy Marshall. Yeah, it was he solid. was like pew 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 pew. It was great. <laughs> I actually put the trap horn behind it too, so it made it even better. <laughs> I don't so know if you remember you, that, you, Isaac. So you mentioned uh, Captain Fall Apart. Now, what is that in reference to? Me losing in the playoffs. I'm just kidding because I know what that's in reference to. Yeah, Taylor was holding his own, and then. He uh he just well I think you changed it like two weeks before the playoffs you were uh, sorry sorry for everyone this is fantasy hockey this is nothing to do with real life and we're a bunch of nerds for hey talking it about is it. real life Daryl there's really. money on the line yeah big yeah money. But, but like big money like you know what's it bucks. forty bucks each <laughs> <Somewhere. laughs> I gotta say that was a great matchup against Dan uh. But I just think the whole setup is bullshit. I beat him in the regular season, and then we tie. What? You you beat him one week, yes, but yeah, he was seated higher than you because the last two weeks of the of the regular season, you kind of shit the bed. Yeah, well, I know. I, I, what, I, I think, went into panic mode. I think what what Taylor's trying to express here, Daryl, is that, and I agree with him. I think that the tiebreaker, the way the tiebreaker should work, is it should go off of the season series for those tied. So though, so Dan and Taylor are tied. Instead of going to whoever finished higher in the season points standings, it should go off of who, out of that those two players, who won that season matchup. So if they played prior in the season, which they did, and Taylor won, then Taylor and they tied in that playoff matchup. Then I feel like Taylor should have should have won by tiebreaker that way instead uh, of it. Being but with that. that being said, Dan, congrats. That was a hell of a matchup. That was the most. I've paid attention to fantasy hockey in a long time because I was like, all I need is one blocked shot. Come on. <laughs> and you and you didn't you did it just didn't fucking pull out. Isaac was the same way. He was losing to to his brother until it didn't like, pull out. Yeah. He just didn't pull out. I but pulled Isaac out. Isaac pulled out right at the last minute on yeah. Sunday. I pulled it out at the very last minute. I had I, I needed some points on Sunday and I got them, so I got the W in that matchup. So well, I will say, your guys, um, as someone who was in first place at the end of the season, I would be happy with the way the tiebreaker goes because I did lose to Taylor and Dan this year. 
They're the only they they beat me this year. So if I play if Bam I in the finals, in first place. Yeah, that no, was a humble, I'm saying, a humble brag. I think it was a, it was a kind of yeah, total humble brag. <laughs> I, obviously, no, but I'm just saying, if I if I end up playing Dan in the finals, then he and we tie, then he'll win. And I'm like I'm like no, but I finished first or I finished ahead of him. I should have got it. But I see it because I also see the other side. Isaac, if you and Mitch end up in the uh, this week with a tie, he wins because he beat you in the season by one fucking point. By sucks. one point, and I even beat, though you beat him when you played I beat him, him, yeah, I beat him in the season series. So yeah, I don't know. You got to take that up with Yahoo. I think. All right, I'll, it, I'll write it, a strongly worded email. It Isaac, might be, you should write a letter to the commissioner. Hey, uh, Daryl, what's your address? Yeah, hey, <laughs> hey, Kamish, this is uh, Ginger, I, half of Ginger the Beef. I'm the assistant commissioner, Taylor. Your older brother is the commissioner. Oh, he right. set the whole thing up. All I did was say, yeah, I can help if you need me to. Daryl's, and Darryl's then you the... just took over because he didn't want to do it. Well, and then next year, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're just going to take her over here. Unless Darryl's Tim the, wants to. Daryl's the ass commish. I'm the ass. I'm the ass man. Assistant you know, to. Assistant the to the commissioner. I'm assistant to the assistant, the regional manager or something. I don't know if you guys listened last week, but Isaac wasn't around. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I was feeling un- heavy under the weather. Yeah, under the weather for this guy. Yeah, it was. It's kind of a funny, funny episode because my dad called me afterwards, just super ecstatic that his boys were talking, just the two of us, and he's like, "Oh, that story, that story." And so he called me. I don't know. So I believe I know Isaac listened. I believe you listened, Taylor, because you just said the title. So um, yeah, I'll- I didn't just read the title. Perfect. You never know, right? <laughs> You never know, but so he's, but, what he's saying is he didn't listen to it. Yeah, of course. So my my, but my dad called me the other day saying that out of every all the stories on there, he 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 made it made him well up. He started like getting a bit emotional when he heard me talking about when we were sick, and how he would go rent us movies and bring them home, which a lot of kids' parents didn't do that. Um, they'd make him sit in bed like you know Ferris Bueller at the beginning of the movie where he's just laying in bed. It's like oh, you stay in bed all day. But my dad would go get us movies, and he kind of welled up saying, if I did one thing right as a parent, it was that move right there. Because, yeah, he, I don't know. It just, I guess he had to be there. But uh, it, it, it was uh, kind of fun hearing how how excited he got hearing about uh, our memory of being children. That Kevin's a good guy, I'll tell you what. Oh, he's not bad. He's not bad. I think we... I think we all have. I think we all have good people in our lives, or and 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 have had good people in our lives that have taught us lots of things, whether they're parents or family members, uncles, aunts. So it's kind of kind of cool, and now we get to impart that on the next generation, whether it's our kids or our nieces and nephews. Like Taylor, you got a brood there with your your nieces and nephews. Yes. Yeah, so you I you can impart wisdom on them. I don't even have to have kids. We already got a big clan going. Well, and the thing, the fun part is, and and I say this in all seriousness, being an uncle too is a lot of fun because you can go home after, (laughs) (laughs) right? And stay up all night and don't have to worry about changing diapers or whatever. But, but you can also create memories. Like I have memories specifically with uncles and aunts when I was younger, not as many as like grandparents or parents, but there's a few that stand out. I think I told this before, but like when Uncle Stan was driving to a family reunion, I was with them in the car and we got pulled over and Rachel was still a baby, like two or three in the t- at the time. And she started crying in the back seat and the cop let us go. And I just, I don't know why that memory sticks in my brain, but I just remember my uncle being so happy he didn't have to pay a parking ticket. I don't know. 
random <laughs> random story. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> Decent. Yeah, but no, I had we had a fun time with Ryan last week, but I'm I'm very glad that you're back, Isaac, and it's nice to have you around here, Taylor. At least for a little while. I think that's the first nice intro you've given me on all the episodes I've been on. Yeah, no chirping. Well, it's because it's I really, the, any chirping I've done is out of love. It's, it's a term because, of endearment. It's because you miss me, Daryl. It's because I'm it because you didn't have any time to yeah. like make a spreadsheet about it? Ooh. <laughs> Except Daryl's not the spreadsheet guy, I found out. <clears throat> it's Dan. <clears throat> no, I'm not a spreadsheet, so that's, that's Dan. And ah, I, dang I, it. I Sorry, will... Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you're allowed to, you're allowed to, to, to trip him over that. Like, let's be realistic. That's, that's a step too far. But if it works, I guess it works. Yeah, well, clearly it worked. Yeah, he's still playing. Say, he is in the playoffs, and you're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm team wipe tier. <laughs> Sad, single Sad tier. tier. Yeah. So last, uh, I don't know, Taylor. Did you listen to our episode a few weeks ago with uh, with Kevin when he was on? Yes, I did. Um, the the TV show episode. Mm-hmm. So I I did want just the same way that when Aaron was on, I kind of picked his brain about some stuff that that he wasn't around for i'm I'm curious did you have like like would you be able to name your top three tv shows off the top of your head like do you have them have you ever thought of that like do you like wh- tv what era like what age well that's the question right is like if, if we're talking if you're going like, right now, like we we all mentioned ours like now ish like i guess stuff that we've watched as an adult that that have lasted as our favorite that we watch over and over uh, well, obviously the office is my top, um, but I'm, I'm also getting Kate into parks and rec and modern family as our bedtime show shows shows plural. Yeah. You know, well, th- those are we'll two, we, we might've mentioned parks and rec, but we didn't mention modern family. That's a really funny show. Yes. Modern family is hilarious. I, I watched like, I think I've watched like two or three episodes of that show and it is funny, but it's harder i don't know you know how i am with getting into shows and it's harder for me to get into to shows now i don't know why but but um we did just watch uh that was a good story by the way the serpent <laughs> on netflix holy what is that? shit that's a good show uh, the serpent i've never even heard of it it's like based off true events in the 70s this guy over in like thailand india hill befriend tourists and and then ends up like drugging them and stealing their identity and then they just all the government just thinks oh well this is just another tourist that went a little too hard but they have no passport no visa no money to get back home and this guy is just taking their identity and going to different countries it's it's fucked up but it's actually sort of cool is it so curious is it like a like a 10 episode series eight episode yeah, I, th- I think it's eight episodes. Is it uh, is it scary? Or like at first when you said the serpent and a guy like would take people, I thought you were going to say, and then he fucking murders them. Um, but you said he stole he stole their identity. So is it like a scary show? No, it's like a like a crime thriller. Huh, that actually sounds pretty cool. Now that it's not a horror movie, now that we've established that <laughs> yeah. I'm a giant pussy yeah, and hate saying. horror movies. Yeah, Daryl, there's going to be no clowns jumping out of closets being like, ah! Uh, clowns aren't bad. Um, well, they they can be. I, I could be terrified of clowns, but but it's more so like the 
inanimate objects that kill people, and then, and then obviously the uh, the big scary guys who you kill twenty times and they keep coming back and they keep coming back, like a like a Jason or a Mike Myers, something like that. I don't know. The ones, Either way, the ones where you feel helpless and 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 there's no hope. They're scary. Exactly. It's like you try exactly. to run, but you can't. Oh man, yeah. talk about. You know how it feels to like try to run from somebody in a dream or punch somebody in a dream and you feel like you're in slow motion. It's the worst. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's also the same thing as when you try to scream in a dream and you can't, or at least in the dream, you try to scream and you can't get it out. I actually woke myself up trying to scream in a dream one time and it was like the most pathetic sounding scream. It was like, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. That was the that was the the sound that woke you up. Yeah, I woke myself up trying to scream from a dream. Oh, those are the worst though. Like I've and I haven't knock on wood. I have not had uh, like a bad dream in a long time. But like when I was a kid, I'd get them. Maybe they're just not as scary anymore. But yeah, trying to scream super loud and and just and just like realizing like like that scene we we talked about it when we talked about horror movies. That scene in this in Scream where Drew Barrymore gets stabbed in the larynx or whatever in her voice box that she can't make noise like that feeling in your dream where, where no matter what you do, you can push all the air in the top of your lungs and you can't scream. Yeah. Oh, she, she, got, she just got stabbed in the neck. <laughs> well, no, she got stabbed in the top of her chest. Like oh. her, collarbone oh. her voice boxes. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, Daryl, uh, you, uh, what else did you talk about with Ryan last week? Oh, we talked about the internet. <laughs> we talked about how Ryan was smart at being a uh, uh, a techie. I don't know, uh, an early an early techie. So I was gonna say, um, on that on that vein, just today I threw out some garbage. I had gone through some stuff, some old boxes in my garage, and I had like remember those burn CD stack like containers where you'd stack all the burn CDs on top of each oh, other. Oh yeah, yeah. So I had one of those, and it was all like old like burn movies and uh cds and all this other stuff and i i i actually was able to bring myself to throw them in the garbage and it was the weirdest thing because even though now they're so irrelevant like i can't use them for anything um and i wouldn't use them for anything it still was like slightly painful for me to see those go in a bag and go put on the street corner to be put in the garbage i understand it's it's hard to to get rid of some stuff that you've kept even if it serves literally no purpose yeah i'm kind of like i'm kind of like a hoarder in that way like there's some stuff that i have from when i was even like a young adult like i just i just can't bring myself to get rid of it because it has sentimental value even though it's like i'll never use it i'll never take it out of a box it's just hard for me to get rid of it i don't know why Do you what like that taylor cd you ever burned what was that what was the first cd you ever burned Oh, buddy, it was a, probably a mixtape of some sort. I was big into mixtape, mix CDs. I used to make mix CDs for girls, like that I was like into. Like this girl that I was into in high school, Kelly. I made her a mix CD, heavy on the brand new, and uh, she was a big Jesse Lacey fan. Not sure if she is anymore or not, but <laughs> um, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, but no, I, I made you know pop punk was kind of my go-to to begin with. A lot of like. Even like stuff, much music stuff. So like uh, Billy Talent and and uh, 
Blink-182. I, I burned a lot of those CDs. I remember in elementary school, I paid my friend $3 and he went and had to ask his parents to burn me Limbiscuit's album Significant Other. And his parents even wrote on the CD parental advisory and they're like make sure your parents know about this and i was like yeah and then i had to hide it from my parents yeah you're like 100 i'll tell i'll show my dad that for sure yeah of course well i i I think i mentioned it last week i had i had a buddy um adrian who he was kind of the first place that i got burned cds from was at his house he had the nice computer he had the internet he had uh this the computer that had a cd burner which is i didn't at the time and yeah we'd go to his house and He'd be like, my CDs would consist of like, you know, Cypress Hill, Rockstar, because that was so cool. Some DMX on there, some Eminem, and then like Slipknot and Corn, and you know anything that I wasn't allowed to listen to because it was so badass. Limp Bizkit too, obviously. Limp Bizkit was on there. I got my friend. Same thing. I got a friend of mine to when I didn't, I couldn't burn CDs for 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 a while before I ended up getting a computer that could. Actually, it was my dad that got the computer that I was able to burn stuff on. But anyways, um. I, I would bring, like, I would buy a burnable CD and I would bring it to school and I'd be like, hey, I think his name was Shane. I'd be like, Shane, can you burn me a CD with, you know, rap music on it or pop pop music on it or music on it or whatever? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'd give him, you know, he didn't have to pay anything. Like, he didn't have to supply a CD, so I didn't actually pay him, but he would he would burn me shit. So shout out to Shane for burning me CDs back in the day. That was like grade eight, I think. Fuck, CD burning was fun. Did you guys? Dude, I remember my buddy's dad being all worried because he burnt me the used, their self-titled album, and he's like, "Are your parents gonna be okay with screaming?" <laughs> That's their best album, by the way. What yeah. What is What's so funny about the screaming thing is that is that my the music that we listen to, and you guys could probably feel the same way. The music I listened to from the Christian bookstore was usually heavier, like songs from the penalty box. When you got those albums. And it had like all the death metal, like the Christian death metal, but still death metal. Um, it was like heavy stuff. Like like Solid State Records had like some pretty good hardcore and some pretty heavy metal. And it was like this stuff is like death growls and screaming and so. But it, they're praising the Lord, so it's okay. So <laughs> P- so POD. P- well, POD didn't have the screaming that much. They, uh, had, a couple he songs. Had a, he had a couple songs. Bit. Couple songs they was, had a little bit of screaming, but but that much. was the rap metal new core. I'm talking like I'm talking like Living Sacrifice and Extol and Zayo. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard that stuff. I heard Advent. Zayo. Yeah, I heard so, Zayo. Beloved. Yeah, heard oh yeah, Beloved. That's a good one. The Beloved. Chariot. The Chariot. Oh, yeah, man. the Showdown. Speaking of like guys. speaking of old recordings, um, do you guys remember the Rock'em Sock'em D, uh, tapes, VHSs? Yeah, Don Cherry. Yes. My dad used to buy them like every time a new one would come out, he would buy them. Or I don't even know if they were coming out at that point, but he would just always kept on getting more Rock'em Sock'ems as they were released or as he got his hands on them. And I just fucking, it was like Christmas morning. I'd get a new Rock'em Sock'em and I'd throw it in there and I'd watch it like seven times in a row. So sick. Now, I mean, you can't even hit like that in hockey anymore because... It's against the rules, I guess. Well, it, Don Cherry's song about Bobby Orr and the Rock'em Sock'ems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don Cherry. What a beauty that he's, guy was. He's, eh? he's not even allowed anymore. Let's be realistic. Yeah, he, he's been he's been canceled because he doesn't know how to speak politically correctly. Well, Is this podcast canceled now because we mentioned Don Cherry? Oh, probably. Um, probably. But he, he 
let's be honest at the same point. Sure, he didn't. He wasn't super PC sometimes, I guess, or that one time, the time he got fired. But he's also old and probably going a little senile and should have probably retired anyway. Yeah, he's. he's I just super wish he went old. out on his own terms. I think I agree. I think that the problem that Don Cherry had was not what he meant by what he was saying, but how it came out. So exactly. it wasn't that he was saying something totally offensive and and intentionally, you know, saying something against PC culture. He was just speaking his mind about about uh, a topic. I won't bring it up. Um, and his for his almost his, his entire career, he was very like on the edge about uh, how he how he came across with his. Uh, forming his sentences like how he said stuff was always kind of on the edge and always kind of in your face and it just got to the point where he said something that was not meant to be offensive it was not meant to be um you know whatever but no it he ended was, up coming he was... across it got it got it got uh, translated by other people as coming across a certain way and they just took it and ran with it and they wanted him to retire anyways they're like okay see you later you're fired yeah well and what he said wasn't even like it, sure it could have been taken bad but it wasn't he, he literally he was just talking about how people wearing poppies. The way he said it was, it's just that the the phrase he used. He said, it's he I said, think he said something people. about you people. Exactly. He said you people. And he wasn't trying to be like on a but, racial note. He wasn't no, saying it as a racial said, note. He was just saying. If you go back and listen to him, he says you people all the time when it comes to like different kinds oh, of hockey players and stuff. Yeah. I watched like a, I watched a little compilation somebody cut of Don Cherry and how many times he used the phrase you people. And it's what do you never mean, you in, people. Yeah, it's never in direct reference to any one culture of people. It's just that's just a, a phrase that he used commonly. And be, and like I said, they wanted he was already kind of like they were wanting him to go. He was kind of running running a thin line with with the patients of CBC, and they were like, "All right, this is our this is our out." I think that's how I feel, anyways. I think it's also like, well, it's just another kind of topic, but it's like Tom Wilson in the NHL right now, and, and I'll, I'm going to explain this. So Don Cherry was. You're right, CBC or wherever. I think he was at CBC still, yeah. Um, they kind of wanted him gone. He'd done a whole bunch of things. He was a repeat offender, but then they had the one final straw. In the NHL, Tom Wilson's like that. There's a lot of hits that are worse than some of the ones Tom Wilson does, but when he does it because he's a repeat offender, he'll get, you know, seven, seven day... games. He got a seven-game yeah, last time. Exactly, seven-day <laughs> game suspension. So, like that that kind of thing. And I, I don't know much about the politics of hockey – and and or the politics of TV, I just know that when you do some when you when you fight it or you're not with the status quo, the the system, if you will, the status quo wants to get rid of you. Yeah, I don't know, or at least punish you further harder than somebody else would get punished for the same thing. That's not a repeat offender. Exactly. Wow, I you just know? hear some cracking. You guys must be having a soda. Soda. I found. Over there. I found. Uh, I found. <laughs> this is a shout out to to black cherry vanilla soda water from Savon. It is a oh, game changer, and I I I recently came into some to a supply because it never stays on the shelves long, and uh, I had to snag it. So I'm enjoying. How many those. cases did you buy? Unfortunately, we had walked to the store with our with our kiddo, uh, so I only had room for one box in the wagon. So, <laughs> so I only grabbed one box. But next time I go back, if there's more, I'm grabbing it. And I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Old Trusty Canada Dry Ginger Ale, 100% natural flavor, made from real ginger. That's so, definitely not what, a paid advertisement. Just what's just, the you know people. What's the discount code? <laughs> There's there is no discount code for that. Swipe up for five percent off. 
swipe up <laughs> swipe up on a podcast do, do it Nailed yeah it. see see how it works uh i well i won't even go into mine i will no i will i'm gonna shout out to snake lake brewing company your brighter horizons tropical fruit pale ale is fucking delicious snake lake they do have good some good uh beer skis there yeah yeah they do they do well and they're like right around the corner from showdown Speaking of showdown, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> More ads. This is our ad segment. We don't get paid for this shit, but one day maybe we can. But no, I, I um, anyway, we'll, we'll move on here. I, I did want to, I forgot to ask Taylor as well um, about shows from when he was a kid and even Isaac. I'm kind of, kind of curious. Did you guys watch a lot of TV as kids? Did you have TV? I don't know if I've asked you that before. I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of TV when I was a kid. Um, the only TV that we watched were like family friendly network episode, weekly episode kind of shows. And that was just like, you know, whatever was popular at the time. I don't remember. There was nothing really that memorable. Um, but like the shows that I was dying for to watch when I was a kid were the cartoons, like Saturday morning cartoons, like you guys were talking about yeah. uh, last week. Um, yeah. Like Spider-Man, X-Men. Those were my jam. My dad, it was funny. Whenever I'd go to my dad's for the weekend, my parents were separated, obviously, but um, I'd go to my dad's for the weekend and I'd wake up at like 6 a.m. or 5.45 a.m. to start watching Saturday morning cartoons. And he would just be like in awe of the fact that I was willing to get up that early to watch cartoons on a Saturday morning and he's just trying to sleep in. And he just was just like, turn the fucking volume down. (laughs) That's... That's that's why I think why my parents always had my TVs in the basement. We didn't have it in our living room or anything. Um, and, yeah, it was so we could go watch shows, and they didn't have to worry about it. Or my dad would come down, and he would do the same thing that I do with Marshall, is he would lay on the couch and sleep while I picked whatever I wanted. And I'll do that with Marshall when I'm trying to let uh, let Michelle sleep in a little bit. I'll take him downstairs and let him let him go to town while I snooze on the couch, you know, yeah, like a, like a real dad. Oh, yeah. Um, but they like that, my, man. Like, I, I love that. My dad would do the same thing sometimes. He'd come out. He'd be like, why the hell are you up at 6 o'clock in the morning? And I'd be watching a show, and he'd be like, all right. And he'd just lay down on the couch and pass out. But it still kind of felt like he was hanging out, so it was kind of nice. That's it, right? It feels, yeah, I guess you get that closeness. Did you Were you guys a TV family, Taylor? Um, <clears throat> I remember a brief time when we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, or at least I wasn't. I'd have to ask... Todd, Tammy, and Tim, if they were allowed to. I don't remember. I wasn't allowed to, but my go-tos were um, Biker Mice from Mars and Gargoyles. Oh, I liked Whoa. Gargoyles. Those are gooders, yeah. I never, I've never, i never heard of Biker Mice from Mars. That was, oh, a, that was a good one. I watched that, that one, too. That was a gooder. I, thought, I, liked the, I liked the one guy that rode the red motorcycle. That was my favorite. Yep. And then uh, I got really into Power Rangers, and then my mom... Uh, took that away from me because I started punching at the air when my school bus came to pick me up. Did your mom also see the same thing my mom saw about Power Rangers, where there was that kid that like killed his sister or something? No, apparently. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, if, I I don't know if it's like a, if it's like an urban myth or what, but there was like I guess some Power Rangers came under some heat for a little while, where I guess these kids were play fighting or reenacting Power Rangers. And this brother, I guess, like smoked his sister with a stick or something as they were like playing. Power Rangers, and I don't know if he actually killed her or just severely hurt her. But oh, this was real life. I thought you were talking about in the show. No, that was real. And no, no, uh, real. Or according, or at least according to my mom. And so she was like, "Yeah, you guys aren't allowed watching that. It's too violent." So I wasn't allowed watching Power Rangers. I also was not allowed watching The Simpsons, even to like 
to the point of being in like high school, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons because my mom hated how disrespectful Bart was to her, his parents. My parents didn't let us watch the Smurfs because of what was his name, Gargamel, and he had a pentagram in his little hut. My oh. my grandma wouldn't let me watch the Care Bears because the bad guy was way too evil. It's, it's the fucking Care Bears. Care Bear Countdown. They're all you about love. You don't get much. You don't get much softer than the Care Bears, bro. <laughs> right? I know, but he was evil. So now, um, I I I did look. I I remember the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers thing because my friends and I watched it all the time, and uh, there was. A controversy. I just go or you Wikipedia it. I don't see that there was actually someone who died from it. It was just the depiction of violence. So it's probably one mums group somewhere wrote an article about how some kid died while fighting, and then it just got assigned to Power yeah, Rangers. My, my mom also got pissed at Power Rangers because the main evil woman—I don't remember her name—she would yell like "Curse you, Power Rangers!" And I remember one time, like at the end of Rita? the show, I point, I pointed at our. Bijan Shih Tzu Dusty and I was like <laughs> curse you Dusty and that put an end to my Power Ranger watching because cursing is what witches do and witches are demonic right exactly <laughs> just um, it's pure 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 sense right there that's just logic I don't know yeah, I, bro. I liked I liked the Power Rangers what's awesome and I some parents like even when I mentioned this to my dad a while ago because we he mentioned Power Rangers and then I said Marshall loves Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like on Netflix, they have the original series, and he loves that one. And so we watched the movie, which I will say is still pretty good. It's not great, but it like for that generation, it definitely holds up. Like it's not uh, it's not going to win an Oscar. It's not going to go down in history as the best kids movie ever. But yeah, I don't know the the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie where. I think Tommy turns from the white or from the Green Ranger into the White Ranger and stuff. Yeah, that was badass. Do you do you guys remember? Uh, do you guys fuck with uh, the Three Ninjas movies at all? Oh fuck yeah, I do. Rocky, Tum Tum, and Colt. Yeah, those were that was my jam. I loved the, the, the Three Ninjas movies. What was the one? It's like Thunder Mountain or something like that. See, I liked the first one, and I liked Knuckle Up and Kick Back. But then yeah. there was I. I didn't watch any past those three. Yeah, knuckle up and kick back. Where those those ring a, a serious bell for sure. I think like, it was the first or second one where I think it was Colt snaps his bat when he's playing baseball and charges the mound. That's the second one. Then, I think that's kick back. Uh, yeah, and then he gets in trouble from their sensei, their grandpa. <laughs> so so I, did, the, the, I didn't the, know what other word to use. This is this is the thing that I guess I was old enough with three ninjas that I learned that. It sucks when they replace characters because Tum Tum and Rocky and Colt were all in the first one. Colt was the same and Rocky was the same in the second one and they replaced Tum Tum. And then in the third one, they replaced Rocky as well. And Colt's, I think he's the only, I believe, I could be wrong. It might have been someone else, but they replaced a couple of the brothers and it just, I was like, what? How come it's not? Because I, you know, knowing me, I, Tum Tum was my, you know, he's my spiritual brother. I was you know, gonna say the spirit animal. He's, he was, he's the one, dude. I'm with you on this, Daryl. Like, like, like uh, the first movie though. I will say is so good. Like, remember those stoner pizza dudes who got to go get him, and they're like, "Slow down, slow in, slow down, <laughs> slow in," and then they run into the cop and that big, big dude that they have to fight, and then they have to remember the eyes light up on the dummy. I haven't watched that movie in so long, but now I'm just getting flashbacks, and it's fucking awesome. 
Yeah, it was the the fourth one. It was the one I was thinking of. It was Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain is what it was called. It wasn't really – it was it, all three of the kids were different different actors. But no, the uh, Rocky was played by a different kid in the third one, and Tom Tom was played by a different kid in the fourth or the third one as well. Okay, okay so Three Ninjas ma- just made me think of this. When I first started hanging out with Dino, your awesome cousin that you had on, on here. Um, well, he was there. What You were there too. Taylor. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's okay. for the listeners, Daryl. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Um, we were hanging out. Isaac had gone up to Kitimat, and we, him and I were trying to stay up, waiting for Isaac to drive back. And he was like, "Do you want to put on a movie?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Like, I want to watch something good." And he's like, "Do you want to watch like Gladiator?" And I was like, "Nah, man, that's boring." He's like, "What about Saving Private Ryan?" Nah, too long, man. Do you want to watch like Three Ninjas? And Daryl's like, dude, you're turning down award-winning movies, and you want to watch Three Ninjas. <laughs> was that was that at Dean's house? Yeah, at uh, Stan and Luann's Stan place. I remember. I remember you guys tried to stay up. I don't think either of you were awake when I got home. But no, because you came downstairs, and I was laying on the floor, and I woke up, and I was like, I <laughs> fall back asleep. <laughs> I did. You guys ever watch? Uh, speaking of ninja movies, did you ever watch Surf Ninjas? No, no. No, okay. It wasn't that good. Don't get me wrong. Did you ever watch? So, do you, I know you are not huge fans of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We've established this, but did you watch the second one, Secret of the Ooze? Yes. All right. So, do you remember? Do you remember in that movie, instead of Casey Jones, there was that kid. He was a pizza delivery kid who knew how to do ninja moves. Yeah, the karate guy. Yeah. Well, he's ninjutsu, but whatever. Whatever. Um, karate guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy is also in Surf Ninjas. And he's the main character in Surf Ninjas. And you can guess that it's a movie about ninjas who surf. Um, anyway, <laughs> not that good, but uh, th- th- there you go. <laughs> uh, the other... Cool. The, I know, right? The other <laughs> the, the other movies... The other movies that... Like, ninja movies were a huge part of my childhood. And then the other side of it was sports movies. Like, straight up I, sports movies. I was big into uh, Jackie Chan kung fu movies when I was a kid. Oh, Jackie Chan's great, too. He had some. He had some great action movies back in the Rush day. Rush Hour. No, even earlier than that, like ones that were like yeah, shot. Taylor's just in, too young. They were dubbed in English, so like <laughs> the 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 Rumble lips the were like not even close to to the actual English that was on that was you were hearing. It was honestly so funny seeing some of those movies, but they were so good. Like Jackie Chan did all of his own stunts in like every movie he's ever done, and it's insane. And at the end of what I loved about those movies is at the end of the movie while the credits are rolling they would always show like the bloopers or like the the uh the failed stunt attempts for for while they shoot in the movie that and was the best part every that was time. the best part because you're seeing like jackie chan doing all these crazy things and getting so fucking hurt like the guy's broken like every single bone in his body multiple times i'm pretty sure the guy's a legend did i don't know if we talked about that so there's there was what there was the three in our generation obviously bruce lee kind of was around back in the day but but uh, in our generation, there was the three guys that were the, essentially Jet Li, Jet Jackie Lee, Chan, Tony Jaw, and yeah. And then there's Tony that- Jaw. I, I don't think Tony Jaw hit the same type of. I don't think he hit the same type of like level that Jackie Chan and Jet Li did. No, he not, did not because not, 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 not because of like yeah, not because of like like sure a, a few of his movies like Ong Back those movies were, did really well and there was a couple other ones but um, just like the 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 amount of movies that Jackie Chan and Jet Li did where they're just yeah like every single one they put out were just unreal. Rest did in you guys peace. ever watch those uh Ip Man? That's what I was just going to 
mentioned there was that other he's the other guy there's he's the fourth guy and i don't remember his name um I know. but Ip man my brother talks about him all the time but every a lot of people reference if you've never seen it uh there's a prequel to ong back it's called the protector and it's tony jaw and he's got to protect an elephant that's what the whole movie's about but they've one scene in it that has been like mentioned by anyone who's ever been in stunts ever they 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 note this one scene it's a single take and he goes around a, a like a, a circle round up all the way up to the top and and it's absolutely incredible i'll i will find it after this thing and i will text it to you guys it's worth a watch what about kung fu hustle <laughs> so bad that movie's okay um i've never actually seen it i'm just kidding i oh i thought it was hilarious how about black dynamite never saw it never you guys saw ever it? watched that one? Oh, no. dude, it was so good it was like it was like a set in the 70s um so basically it, a, yeah like a kung it's fu a new movie. version it's a new version of a black exploitation movie correct yeah i'm trying to remember um I'm trying to remember the fucking he's been in a bunch of he played the guy that the main character in Black Diamond was the same guy that uh, that played the role of Spawn in that in that uh, live action Spawn movie back in the nineties, which was really guy. cool. I can't I remember that one. He's like he's like crazy into into like he was in kung fu movies and show whatever action movies that involved kung fu. Um, he was in a bunch of those. There was another guy too, the guy that played. I don't know if you know. I don't remember. I'm terrible with names. We've, we've established this many times, but do you remember at the end of um, the X-Men movie with uh, where Ryan Reynolds played the first time he played? uh, Yeah. The first time he played um, fucking what's Deadpool's name again? Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson. The first time he played, he he played the character of Wade Wilson was in that really bad X-Men movie. And yeah, the Wolverine at the end of that's the one. Yeah. At the end of that movie, he becomes Deadpool for the first time, but it's not really Deadpool. It's like a shitty kind of adaptation of Deadpool. Like it's called Deadpool. He got swords that come out of his arms and his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. a lot of, a lot of the scenes where he's got his mouth like fused shut and he's that Deadpool character. Um, the actual fighting scenes is played by this other guy. That's like been big into a bunch of other action Kung Fu movies, but that name will remain a mystery. Cause I would have to look it up and I don't know how to do that. Cause I'm not internet savvy. You don't know how to look up someone's name? It's called Google, bro. Okay, I'm looking it up. <laughs> I already got it. Are you talking about Michael Jai White? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he uh, was also... Michael Jai White? He also played... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know him? He He's a fighter. He also played... Uh, um, What's his name? Mike Tyson in the in a Mike Tyson in his biopic. Biopic. It was really cool. I uh, recommend that one. I think it was like a VH1 original. <laughs> so totally amazing you should get on that one sorry uh, i'm just go- i'm just googling here so uh trying to find this uh name that i was looking for i don't think it's michael jai white jay white whatever well he's that's the he's, guy he's black that's the guy that played spawn yeah he's the one that played spawn yeah. i'm thinking of somebody else oh i see <laughs> sorry i thought you were still talking about that 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 spawn black no. dynamite guy but uh nope I know my 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 buddy Ryan Twos would be kicking me right now because he knows exactly who I'm talking about. But yep, he'd be kicking you all right. Did you notice how I tried to make a segue and Isaac just co-opted it by like Jackie Chan? And I was like, <laughs> "What about what about sports movies as a child?" But that's okay. Don't even worry about it. I'll Sorry, leave. I just continued conversation. Uh, my bad. <laughs> the Sandlot. The Sandlot. 
don't fuck with the Sandlot. <laughs> what did what? What's so funny is there was. I I don't even want to talk about sports movies as a kid because I feel like I'm forcing it now, but I'm going to. Uh, there was a few that really stood out. One that I thought was awesome as a kid, and I rewatched it recently with Marshall, and it sucked. It's called The Big Green. It's like the soccer version of the Sandlot. It was fucking yeah, with horrible. the with the with the kid that played Hamilton Porter. Yeah, yeah, same same guy. Just rewatched it. Not good. Don't bother. Um, <laughs> but no. there's there's other ones that are great. I found it's not on Disney Plus for some reason, but I found a I found a a stream on the internet of Angels in the Outfield, and oh, that movie was, that was great. Better. That movie is still great. That's oh, a yeah. uh, young Joseph Gordon Levitt and a young Danny Glover and, and young, young Christopher young, Lloyd and a young. Uh, oh God damn it! <clears throat> All right, all right, Tony, all right. Tony Danza? No, oh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Dude, I'm, I'm fucking struggling tonight. And, and, and a young and a young and a young other child who gets adopted. Okay, so I I, fa- I found the name. It's Scott Adkins. If you he look at a picture, the Adkins diet? He it even gives him credit in the cast listing of X-Men Origins Wolverine as Weapon 11. So he played that like everybody thought, oh, it's Ryan Reynolds, and like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be that was he was depicting him, but this guy actually played him to be able to do those stunts and shit because he's like some crazy martial artist, I guess. But he was in other movies like, um, he was in The Expendables, he was in uh, Universal Soldier, Day of Reckoning, like a whole like a whole bunch of like C list action movies, basically. He was in Ip Man Four. There you go. See. Yeah. He was in Doctor Strange, apparently. Oh yeah, no, he totally was. He was one of the bad guys, not the, the main bad Grimm. guy. He always plays that like, like the the side, like not. I mean, the main character when he's a main character, it's always like very C list movies. But in any big movies, he always just plays like a background character. Universal Soldier was so good, by the way. Is that wait? Is Universal the Soldier first one? is that Tom Berenger? That was the uh, Universal Soldier, the first one. Anyways, that's that's like Jean Claude Van Damme and and oh uh, yeah yeah. I was I think and, I'm thinking uh, of Sniper maybe. I Dolph Dolph Lundgren. That was a great movie. Dolph. Speaking of JVD, how about the movie Street Fighter? I didn't like that movie at all when I was a kid. I, no, it was horrible. Because I was I was hoping it was the video game and it was nothing like the video game. But there's that one scene where he uppercuts a guy and then it zooms in on his bicep. Oh shit! <laughs> Do you guys uh, talking about biceps? The the bicep shot in Predator where they're doing an arm like a flex off is one of the greatest oh, flexes in the world. You son of a bitch! <laughs> you got to have an Austrian accent to say it properly, but you did a pretty good job. Dylan, you son of a bitch! I can't begin to claim that I can imitate Arnold Schwarzenegger at all. You can pretend. You can... Yeah, you can. You, you say get to the chopper every now and then. <laughs> yeah, get to totally. the chopper. Do you guys remember? Oh, but speaking, of, speaking of people going to jail for trying to get their wives murdered, do you guys remember Austrian Death, <laughs> <laughs> Austrian death Machine? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So Austrian Death Machine for, for Taylor, who doesn't know, uh, which he should. Uh, but uh, it's the lead singer from As L.A. Dying started a fake metal band that sings every song as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's all about Arnold movies. It was awesome for what and it was. And then he paid for a hitman to go after his own wife. And the yeah, hitman yeah, yeah. that he tried to hire ended up being a cop. 
Yeah, yeah, no. So solid life choices. Steroids were involved. You know, good work. But yeah, but he's he's been he's he's a tra- he's a changed man. He's he's now back at the he's back front manning as they dying, and they and sound the exact same as they've always sounded. Yeah, and which is good. You know, half decent. They're pretty good at the breakdown. I agree. I, I I mentioned this to Isaac the other day, and uh, I don't know if there's an appetite for this out there, but I think it would be fun to do a, a bracket of the top 16 metal and hardcore breakdowns. Best hardcore and metal breakdowns of all time. Yeah. Ooh. And I don't know. I, I know it, it'd be for us, but I, I think it'd be fucking fun to do that. I agree. And you could throw those breakdowns in as little sound bites on every one that we choose to start out well, with. Well, I would have to just get all 16 ready. And then I won't put them all in at the beginning because only the first round that get knocked out will be played, essentially. Or play all of them at the exact same time. <laughs> Ultra mega breakdown. That'd be pick one. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I think um, I think that it'd be fun. I don't think that a lot of people would care, but either way, I think we should do it. But, yeah, I don't think a lot of people care at this point, anyways. So no, who, why not? And, and who gives a shit? Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I did want to mention. I wrote this down um, specifically because I, I'm probably doing it right now too. I noticed that every single time, every single episode where I drink more, I notice I curse a lot more as we go on. There's a lot more fuck bombs and shit bombs coming out of my mouth as I uh, when I'm you know. As and we see you next it. Tuesdays. I don't have I said maybe I said that one time. At least yeah, at least once. That. At least once. At least one time, but whatever it is. So where were you going with that? So you swear more when you drink is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was that, that was, it? That was the whole story. Um, nice. And then I. The so other now thing, you know, if you're an avid listener to this podcast, when Daryl starts to swear more, you know that he's partaking in alcohol. But I'm an adult, so it's allowed. <laughs> yes, you are over the age of 18 in Alberta. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm over the age. I'm over the age of legal age to drink anywhere in the whole world. So, Here's a question. Do you think that 18-year-olds should have the right to vote? Yeah. I think 14-year-olds yeah. should. What? I'm just kidding. I'm totally... Oh, my God, dude. I'm devil's advocating. See, um, I'm not like... I, like, I think that if they raise the, the, legal, the legal age to like 21, like the states for drinking and for voting and forever else, I think that kids are going to drink anyways. Like, I drank before I was 18 or 19, whatever. Like, I, I didn't wait. Um, exactly. But I feel like... For me, anyways, like I was not into politics enough to be, to give to be giving like an educated vote when I was that age. I don't know how you guys felt feel about that, but I, I on the other hand was I was so the, I don't know maybe it's because I was a good Christian boy, um, yeah. All I all I cared about when I turned eighteen was the fact that I did get to vote and it was a federal election year, so I was pretty excited that I got to vote. So. I don't know. I think I think it's the same as adults. There's a, a large group of people that don't give a shit either as adults. They don't care about politics. They don't really give a shit. So they, they'll go vote because someone tells them to, but they don't really care. So if if we're going to do anything and, and start cutting people out of who's allowed to vote, we should have it be, I don't know, education-based or, or you have to pass a skill testing quiz. Like something pretty simple. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But because uh, – but, but here's a question. But then there's the other side of it that – you know, if we're all educated who vote, then it's always going to go one way versus another 
whatever. No, I, I don't think that's true. I think that there's even with education, there's still meatheads that vote for idiots. Just, you know, just like uh, they think the other way about the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Now, do you think that people who work before they're of legal voting age, do you think that they should be taxed because they have no say they have, they don't, they're not allowed to vote. They're not allowed to have a say in their, in their political, uh, environment. Here, or they should be taxed. Should they be taxable? My response working- to that is absolutely. And here's why, because they need to know how crushingly shitty life becomes when you have to start providing for yourself. So they need to learn that at an early age. So they try to understand ways of, you know, saving, because they realize that they're not going to do any better. Um, let's let's get to these kids taxes. when they're young. Let's well, get the, these kids. Let's chop them down when they're young. <laughs> like like maybe they can reduce the taxes, but I think it's an important lesson when when you're 16 and you get your first paycheck and you're like you calculated it beforehand because you're like oh I worked 39 hours and I make well I my first job I think I made 750 an hour but you know nowadays people make 15 bucks an hour. But I, I worked I worked this many hours, so I should be getting you know a thousand bucks this paycheck. And then you see it, and it's like eight hundred and ninety. Where'd the rest go? And you get you get upset, but then you fucking learn that the government's got to take their part. Yeah, I, I have a problem with the tax structure, even as an as an adult. So I'm I'm just gonna not get into that. <laughs> you think we shouldn't pay taxes, bro? Yeah. No, no I, I don't. I don't think that we shouldn't pay taxes. I just think that. They should be structured a little differently. That's all. Oh, yeah. We don't need to get into that because that's a that's a conversation for another day. We'll get an or another another or another podcast. <laughs> yeah, another podcast. Okay, I one one uh, one thing I that today I realized um, was that there's a lot. I know this is kind of stupid. Obviously, Daryl, there's a lot of podcasts, but there are a lot of podcasts. But it's kind of hard to navigate the world of them unless you know of them beforehand. So and Very true. The, re- the reason I say that, because I went on, I, I was all caught up on all my episodes of the, sh- the ones I listen to every week today before I went for a drive. And I'm like, what am I going to download before I leave the office here? And I looked through it. I, I tried to find, like, I just go on Spotify. So I tried to find a, like a what's good podcast type thing. And there were a few, but it's so hard. And then there's also, you know, you can look at the charts of what's the best and whatever, but it's so hard to search by like like deep diving into specific genres or going to find something unless you know someone who's on it. I find anyway. It, is it the same thing for you? It's kind of like that with music though too, right? Like there's a lot of bands that not a lot of people know about. And the only way you really find them is sometimes by chance. Like you'll be looking up a band or you hear about a band and then you – it, you know, you the little window at the bottom says you might like this, and it like shows you these other bands, and you're like, oh, check it out, and you listen to those ones, you're like, oh, it's fucking this band slaps, and then you find that band, and I think it's the same with podcasts. Like a lot of times when I've found other podcasts to listen to that I like, it'll be by chance. Like I'll I'll have like been searching through one that I listen to all the time to find a specific episode to re-listen to or whatever, and then it was like you might also like this, and then I find that uh, find podcasts that way. But yeah, it is true. Like it's hard to. It's hard to just like cold call, like just straight up, just like go onto Spotify and just try to search up a new podcast. Yeah, I find it. I find it tough. I did find one today, but only because I watched their YouTube channel. But then I realized once I got in that it's the exact same thing as their YouTube channel, just put into a podcast. So I got kind of disappointed. And 
And then I would listen was, to Maddie Matheson and Joe Rogan, and that was interesting. I downloaded that one. I'm going to listen to it uh, this week. Yeah, it's it's as expected. Maddie Matheson's loud and fun and gets into his life. I don't know. Um, yeah. I just, Do you guys ever, when you're driving, sort of get ADD and you're like, okay, I need to catch up on my podcast, and you start listening to one, and then you're like, ah, no, never mind. I want to listen to music. So then you switch to your music, and then you'll be partway through your music and then be like, Ah, fuck no! I want to finish that episode. So then you switch back to your pod. Oh, all the time, all the time. That's my whole drive home and to work every day. I I haven't listened to music in the car unless it's with like Michelle and Marshall in a while. I'm I'm strictly podcasting right lately. Before that, it was the radio. Before that, it was music, and I'll probably switch to another thing soon. But for right now, I've I have a plenty that keep me going, and I have a. You know, I have a decent commute in every day and I drive a lot for work and stuff. So I've, it's just, it's all podcasts right now for me, but I'm, I do sometimes miss just having music, but then I feel like I miss something. I don't know. I have a bit of FOMO when I, even though podcasts are there forever and I could totally just listen to it another time. I just feel like, Oh, if I don't listen to it, the day it comes out, I'm missing something or I'm not, I'm not in on the joke or I'm, I'm, you know. The, I hear you. I don't know. I'm I'm not yep. the big fan that I claim to be, or whatever the case is. But I always feel like I got to catch up on my podcast. Shout out SCMCWG2B1C. You know, you obviously don't have to. You don't get that feeling about catching up with our podcast. No, um, <laughs> I was going to say I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the last week's episode because I have those ones to catch up on. Oh, so we're not even first on your list. I get it. I get well, it. I mean, you guys are friends, and so I feel like I get your podcast just by talking to you. Well, essentially, that's kind of the whole gist of it. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to end. <laughs> this, this has gone downhill quickly. Um, yes. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Thanks, Taylor, for coming. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me Th- and not being a dick to me, Daryl. Thanks oh, for coming, Taylor. I miss you, buddy. I can't wait to see you in real life. Um, oh, I can't wait. Either. We can we can hang out outside. It's nice out now. We could go have a fire in somebody's yard. I got a real fire pit. Like like a random yard. I mean, yeah. I've I've got a neighbor I don't like. What about why don't we just, <laughs> just why don't we just crash why don't we just crash uh, Bill and Heather's backyard, your parents' backyard, and we'll have a fire like the good old days. <laughs> we won't even go in the front door. We'll just come in down the back the bike path in the backyard. A B and H, we're here. Honestly, they would probably love that if we just showed up. <laughs> pulled out our chairs and started up a fire and then just started making noise. They'd probably just come out and be like, what the fuck? Hey guys. I, well, I don't think I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't tell his parents would say, what the fuck? Uh, my, no, my in-laws like, will be totally at, at first. My parent, like Bill would come out and be like, um, excuse me. Oh, Hey Tay. <laughs> yeah, he would. Because if he only saw me and Isaac first, he'd be like, okay. Um, remember, remember the lattice Taylor. What do you mean? Peeing through the lattice. <laughs> Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect cradle for your penis. <laughs> Did you have lattice? Yeah, lattice in the bushes? Now. No, you had lattice on the deck. My parents on their edge of their deck used to have lattice instead of railing, and so we would put our dicks through it and then pee into the backyard. <laughs> That's perfectly logical. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good visual for those listening. Yeah, and there's there's you know there's no reason to go inside to the washroom. Whatever though. No, not if you're already outside, bro. Come on. All right. Why would you walk through the house when you could just not take a step? 
That's true. Well, Taylor, why don't you give us a code word today? <laughs> lattice. I thought, I thought you were going to say lattice, <laughs> but he didn't. Uh, gooch. Ooh, nice. Oh, good. Perfect. Real gooch good. it is. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Taylor, for I, coming. I love you all. And we love you, too. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.